Well, ladies, I didn't start my day thinking. I'd be judging secretaries like some kind of reality show, but while we're all here, let's try to keep things interesting. Uh, <clears throat> shouldn't uh, Mr. Valentine be the one judging us? N- not to question your abilities or anything, Monty. Timon, Ruby. My name's Timon, not Monty. Oh, sorry. And I've been the boss's right-hand man for a long time. If anyone knows what's best for him, and who's best to deliver it, it's me. And also, I didn't feel like it. Besides, if it were up to me, we wouldn't even be hiring a secretary. So in a sense, none of us are truly happy with the situation. Hmm. It's no matter. There'll be plenty of time to get to know Mr. Valentine when one of us is hired. Right. May the better woman win. Good luck, Anais. Sure. So, your first task is to get the boss's coffee. He takes it black. Hmm. I know just the place. Hey, where are you going? There's a perfectly good drip coffee machine right over there. Well, Ruby, the boss is waiting. Right. This coffee smells kind of funky. Tick-tock, Ruby. Right. Here's your coffee, Mr. Valentine. Ah, thanks, Ruby. (laughs) (coughs) What the hell is even in this cup? (coughs) This tastes like refried shit run through a leaky muffler. You trying to kill me? What? No, I just used the coffee drip in the... Come on, Ruby. You can't blame the office for your screw-ups. Wouldn't be so bad if there was, like, cream and sugar in it I like. Huh? But Timon said you like it. Here you are, Mr. Valentine. Fresh from Louie's Diner across the street. Ah, thank you, Miss Sharp. Louie's is my favorite diner in the whole city. How'd you know to go there? Oh, you know, just a gut feeling. I decided it would be best to get you something from outside the office, away from prying eyes. Good instinct, Miss Sharp. Ah, jeez, this one's black, too. Uh, Sorry, I I I think I'm all coffeeed out. Are you sure you don't want even a sip? Or three? (laughs) At least three sips? (laughs) Thanks, but no thanks. I'll just stick to the cigarettes for now. Very well, Mr. Valentine. Not off to a good start, ladies. But you told us he liked it black. Why? I have no idea what you're talking about. Now, let's move on to the next task. We have to organize his schedule? Oh, jeez. I need five different alarms just to get out of bed in the morning. The boss keeps the number of appointments every single day. And in this line of work, a lost hour can mean a lost profits or lost heads. Your task is to arrange a whole day's itinerary in the most efficient way possible. Clock's a ticking, ladies. Scheduling. Child's play. Uh, Okay, so this meeting looks the most important, but he has an appointment across town first thing in the morning. Oh, jeez. Why is he even going to the dry cleaners? And he's got three different lunch dates in one day? He's spreading himself so thin. How isn't he falling apart already? Huh? 
What are you doing? A GPS route planner. The most direct itinerary with the least gas and mileage consumed. Plus or minus a few minutes, it should serve as a decent basis for his schedule. Hmm, three lunch dates? Well, obviously we can cancel those. Instead, let's pencil in a team-building session together at this cozy little motel. A busy man like him needs a chance to unwind. <laughs> you may think you can schmooze your way into bed with the boss, and quite frankly, you probably can. But don't think that'll save you from your own mistakes. Those three lunch dates just cancelled? They're with the heads of other powerful syndicates. You just started a turf war, Miss Sharp. What? How was I supposed to know that? These appointments have no details, no contact information. Ah, no trail. Your job isn't to make assumptions or take liberties with the boss's schedule, Miss Sharp. And as for you, Ruby, what the hell is this? Well, that's... that's my schedule. I figured some of these things are simple enough that the boss doesn't need to worry about them. I can pick up his dry cleaning, and this one here about calling the tailor about his new suit, and- The cheek! I bet you think that makes you look all helpful and considerate and forward-thinking, but- Never mind. On to the next task. Threat assessment exercise. Who can tell me what's wrong with this image? Oh, look at the puppy. He's so cute. I just want to squeeze its little face. Concealed cyanide pricker behind the left ear. One scritch and you're dead. Eep. Bad puppy. Ladies, one of these martinis has been spiked with a deadly nerve toxin. Your job is to serve the boss the safe drink and leave the other for his <laughs> competitor to drink. Oh boy, I, I guess this one smells a little funky. Hmm, just as I thought. They're both poisoned. But I'd guess Mr. Valentine is immune. <laughs> Lucky guess. Why do you carry around drug detecting paper? Should I be carrying some around? Defensive markmanship! Uh, oh god, what do I do? What do I- <laughs> Oh my god! Is- is that a smiley face? Want me to make it wink? First aid administration. These replicas of the boss have each been shot in the abdomen. Your job is to patch up his wounds before he bleeds out and clean up the mess before it stains the imported Mahal rug. You'll find medical supplies and cleaning supplies in the buckets over there. This sounds simple enough. Uh, T, did you have to make the dummies so... Duh unflattering. I'm pretty sure this one's head is just that old microwave someone threw in the dumpster outside. It's the best I could do in 15 minutes, boss. Uh, how much time do we have? You'll have 90 seconds. Starting now. Jesus Christ, Timon! Did I have to be in the room for that? Oh, God. Gauze. Gauze. Where's the gauze? How are you so good at this? I'm no stranger to gunshot wounds, but this rug is gonna be a bitch. Time's running out, ladies. I can almost hear the fluids oozing into the fibers. T, you and I need to have a very serious talk about how much you're enjoying this. He's still bleeding. What am I supposed to do now? Is there someone I'm supposed to call? 
A doctor? A mechanic? That's not what I asked you to do, Ruby. That rug's worth more than your life. Oh, it's not doing anything. Because of course it's not. That guy's blood is basically oil. It's already impossible to get that out. Oh, I can't blow this. Think, Anais, think. No. Hmm. Strictly speaking, the important part is done. The boss is safely bandaged. As for the rug, well... Oriental style may be in vogue, but it's hardly in keeping with a man of your grandiose standing. Huh? Oh, is that so? What else are you thinking then, Miss Sharp? Oh, if this office were mine, well, I already have plenty of ideas. A nice black rug, soft and silky, easy on the skin. Something that hides the stains. Oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> I think I need a cigarette to calm down. Care to join me, Mr. Valentine? Oh, tempting. But I got business to take care of. But, hey, maybe later we can have a smoke together in my private parlor? It's a date. But, but what about the rug? Ah, <sighs> just leave it, Ruby. It's a knockoff, anyway. Go take a breather while I think of something else. Or don't. Whatever. At this point, either of you could bugger off and it'd make this all much easier. This is already getting us nowhere. Son of a bitch. I knew they said this would be hard, but I didn't think I'd be walking into some Tom and Jerry Wiley Coyote bullshit. Oh, they're all gonna laugh when they hear. I'll never live this down. Hey, it's me. Consider me checked in. Progress? Ugh, don't even ask. They're pulling some apprentice hunger games between me and another candidate. I can't even get close enough to land a hit. And every time I try to get creative, this other girl gets in the way. And I think variable A is trying to play us both for fools. Something's not right around here. Maybe he's on to me. No, just some air-headed bimbo. If she interferes again, I'll find a way to deal with her. I'll report when I have some actual progress for you, Mr. Bianchi. Who was that? Huh? How long have you been standing there? D just a second. I wasn't eavesdropping or anything. I just wanted to talk to you, girl to girl and all. I think you're doing great in there. Gee, thanks. Coming from you, that means a whole lot. Really? <laughs> you're just being modest. I... I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm pretty sure you're going to get the job. You're, like, amazing. No shit, Enola. The only reason I haven't broken half your bones and left you for dead yet is because I know you're too stupid and so completely without any kind of self-awareness to pose any kind of threat. What? Break my bones? What are you saying? And I don't know what you think you just heard on the phone, but I'm going to warn you right now. Sit your ass down, smile that pretty little smile of yours, and stay out of my way. Or else I'll be having a little talk with you off the clock. Got it? Jeez, you must really need this job, huh? <laughs> Stupid bitch. <sighs> what was that about? God, what am I even doing here? There you are. We're almost ready for... Uh... Boy, 
Are you crying? Huh? Oh, Timon. Sorry. I'm fine. I just... I'm fine. Yeah. Sure looked that way. Listen, if this is about what I said before... No, it's not. But also, yes, it is. I just don't know what I was thinking. I'm doing my best, and my best isn't good enough. It's never good enough. I came here because I thought if I did my best, I'd make something of myself. No problem. But nothing I do is working. I've almost completely drained my savings, and my rent is due in a week, and I can barely afford a stupid cup of coffee just to use the free Wi-Fi. What's wrong with me? What kind of bungus brain am I? Ah, listen. I get it. But you're not a bungus brain. You're doing your best, and at the end of the day, that's all anyone can ask of you. And can I be honest with you? Ever since I came here, well, I've been amazed by something. So many people who came in for this job all said, it's like this job was made for me. But you didn't. Sometimes, the job just isn't made for you. And that's all there is to it. Maybe the job that's made for you is right around the corner. Yeah, maybe. But maybe it's not. Where I come from, you're made for the job in more ways than you think. It took me a long time to realize that I wasn't made for that job. And for a while, I felt like... Like I was nothing. I had no purpose. But the boss gave me an honest shot. And I realized I wasn't made for the job I had. And the job I have now wasn't made for me. But I grew into it. And that's fine. Sometimes we're not made for anything. But... It doesn't mean we can't become something more. Timon, are you okay? Uh, Yeah, I'm fine. I... I'm sorry, Ruby. I didn't think much of you when you first showed up, and I hadn't given you a fair shake of things this whole time. The truth is, I've been kinda... scared of being replaced. The boss wants the secretary to take over my work in the office so I can focus on more, um, hands-on operations. I'm not looking forward to it, but maybe it's time for us both to grow into the jobs we get, eh? (laughs) Maybe it is, if I get the job at all. Anais is scarily motivated to get this job. Hmm... Something tells me it's not the job she wants to get. I have a hunch, but... Ruby, I've got one more task for you. Do you think you can help me set it up? Absolutely. Whatever you say. Mr. Valentine? Well, hello, Miss Sharp. I see you found the note I left on my desk. What note? I just followed the trail of rose petals I found in the hall. (laughs) That was my plan B. (laughs) My, so eager, Mr. Valentine. 
Part of me wants to know if you put out a trail of petals for what's-her-name, too. Ruby? <laughs> she already bailed. Demon's escorting her from the building as we speak. Looks like your competition took itself out, Miss Sharp. Hmm? What competition? A naive little girl like her was never going to be good enough for the big, strong, handsome Mr. Valentine. Oh, yeah? Does that mean that you think you're good enough for me? I know I'm good enough for you. Where everyone else failed, I will be good enough. <laughs> well, in that case, as your new boss, let me be the first to say... What the... It's a shame you couldn't stick around longer. <laughs> You're a wriggly one, ain't ya? Take it easy. Just go to sleep. It's all gonna be over soon. <laughs> An ice pick? Where the hell were you keeping that thing? <sighs> Always gotta have a plan B, Mr. Valentine. I'll tell Bianchi you were expecting him. You won't see us coming next time. Hey, get back here! I see what you mean about those shoes, Anais. Now who's the one tripping over herself? You're not getting away this time, Sharp. Ah. Oh. Phew. Good job, Ruby. I didn't figure she'd have a fucking ice pick up her skirt. I'll have housekeeping take care of her. Oh, yeesh. And then somebody's got to clean up this mess. Oh, I can take care of that. At least nothing's staying in the carpet this time. <laughs> Thanks, Ruby. I think you're gonna fit right in around here. Wow! Thank you, Mr. Valentine. I, I mean, boss. Oh, please, please, call me Jambi. You're a part of this now. For better, or for worse. Well, now that my schedule around here's all cleared up, I think it's time I paid a visit to our old friend, Bianchi. Finally, get him off her backs once and for all. Give him LT. And hey, Ruby? Yes, Jambi? Welcome to Aphrodisia. Lock up when you're done. 